Hey everyone, this is the Uproot Podcast. You are with Sajira, Maya, and Desante. Everybody make some noise. Let's go. Hey! Thanks again everyone for tuning back in with us. We are going to be talking about how God is for unity. Okay, so what is unity? Okay, so based off what we had looked up on the website, unity from the Cambridge Dictionary, unity is a state of being joined together or in an agreement. Okay. Um, and then one of the great ways of unity being broken down, uh, I don't know if any of you guys have checked out Dr. Tony Evans' new devotion on the Bible app, but it's called Unity. And so he talk, he literally breaks down unity. And I think it's one of the best ways I've ever seen unity broke down. But he said, unity is one, unity is not uniformity, but it is defined as a group of people who are characterized by shared purpose, vision, or direction. Mm. It's not about being exactly the same, but about advancing toward the same goal. And so that kind of reminds me of uh, the verses of the different body parts, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so like we were saying, like we all have a different role in the body, but each part is important. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I feel like sometimes people forget like how important the uniqueness of each culture under Christ and each role as far as like even titles because um, God designed for us individually who we are but also gave us our own set gift to help prevail his purpose yeah and I like how you said that unity is not uniformity so in other words there's still space to honor and preserve the uniqueness of each individual even though as the body of Christ we're ideally we should all be moving towards the same goal like you said moving in the same direction but people have different roles people have different functions people have different experiences or backgrounds Mm -hmm. or a set of skills or gifts Mm -hmm. so we keep the uniqueness, but the unity is there as well. Yep. Now, people talk about football a lot, but I mean, in basketball, you have a point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and a center. Yeah. All different positions, all different shapes, sizes, heights. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. But it's one goal, and it's to, to get more points than the other team. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and put the ball in the hoop, you know what I'm saying, yes. play some defense, and win the game. It's all together, uh, one goal. So, yeah. Well, and they're they're all playing on the same team. Same team. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And what I like about it is, like, when you really, like, know your, I guess, position, even just knowing who you are and mm-hmm. embracing it, then you don't worry about what the other person's position is. Yes. And you can excel in your own position. Yes. And, you know, really, you know, find joy and confidence and peace Mm -hmm. and all that. 
Um, so going into uh, from Unity, you know, we also got to talk about what Discord is. Um, and so also from the Cambridge Dictionary, the definition of Discord is a lack of agreement, which is mm. obviously the opposite of Unity. And so um, when we think about Discord, like we know that you know, as believers, there's one enemy out there who is not about anything God is doing. And so discord is his favorite word, right? Yeah. Um, even in the in the word, in, you know, John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Um, what best way to just try to destroy God's kingdom and the unity in the body by creating as much discord as possible. Exactly. From racism to, mm-hmm. um, you know, male against female to classes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can keep going, you know, mm-hmm. short and tall. Like, he will, <laughs> he will try anything to, you know, keep the body of Christ from uniting because when they're united we're powerful and we make change and that's what he doesn't want and so um a question i like to talk with y'all is why do you think people struggle to believe god is for unity Mm. that is a great question (laughs) i think um Maybe we, maybe we need to have a larger view, like an expanded perspective of God's purposes on earth and also eternally. And I think when we understand that more fully, then we'll understand why unity is so important and why God pushes for that and why that's his plan. Because if we... If we fall into, you know, a space where my faith is just between me and God and it's a private thing, it's a personal thing, then if you get too caught up in that, then you lose your connection with others and you lose your opportunity for broader impact. You know, God can use a group of people unified differently than he can use an individual. So... I think both are important. So we, I would encourage all of us to, to keep in mind the bigger picture of what God might be trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much, I don't know, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, it's that, like, it's, t- it's really not about you and yourself. Um, at the end of the day, it's about the kingdom and uh, the kingdom is for unity and it's a lot of different which we already said this before uh like it's just like the body like Jerry was saying um it's a lot of different functions in the body but ultimately for like one full uh purpose mm-hmm. you know and so once you realize as Maya was saying that it's not just about yourself and you put that pride aside then you'll be able to uh expand uh your your sight hmm. and you'll also be able to see God's character uh, more and once you learn his character then you'll ultimately get the full picture of what 
is going on and why um, God is for unity. That's good. So, yeah. And I, I would like to piggyback, like, on what you guys were talking about. Um, kind of reminds me, like, the importance of not just going off of what people are saying from the word, but also you reading the word yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times people in the church or... Um, I don't know, but I feel like a lot of times people will just hear word of mouth and then can easily get disappointed if it's not going like God's character is not being presented that in that situation or that way. Or um, people can easily either mess up what the word is saying mm-hmm. and misrepresent, and that can easily distort your thinking or keep you from thinking about God being for unity. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, you may have misinterpreted what they're saying, but either way, it's important to also read the word yourself and not just certain pieces, but really get a full scope of the whole storyline from New Testament to, from Old Testament to New Testament and understanding God's overall purpose which was really to bring every single human being back to his kingdom through Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, And with so many people misrepresenting God, it's, I mean, it's created so so much discord from racism to, um, you know, just too many different things going on that's not aligned with what God's original plan for um, the body of Christ to be. And so we got to make sure we're rooting ourselves in the word and then also getting help from true pastors, other women, men of God who are coming from a biblical foundation um, and being led by the Lord um, and not by themselves. Absolutely. And so... um, that kind of ties into what does unity in Christ look like. And so we can definitely just pull from Revelations. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Revelations 7, 10. Okay, so Revelation 7, 9. I apologize. But it says, After this I look and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. I mean, just right there, that just shows God's ultimate end for his believers is everyone of all different languages cultures will come together in heaven and so I mean of course like we gotta also fight for it on earth right Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's a really beautiful picture um, from that verse and it's it's like if if we're going to be able to recognize different races and ethnicities eternally then that means that God was intentional about that when he created us. So why should we 
try and suppress that or overlook that or ignore that um, on earth. He obviously had a purpose with that if we maintain it in some sense in heaven. Yeah. Um, I guess to give like an earthly sense or a more uh, practical sense, um, you could think about how um, well a lot of old school parents or a lot of grandparents would say uh, like if a child acted up they didn't necessarily have to leave work <laughs> to to come discipline a child like because everybody was in such unity somebody in the neighborhood mm. next door you know would be able to discipline a child or like the the uh, teacher or principal at school like everybody was in unity on that aspect and i think mm. that's ultimately ultimately why um people were raised a certain type of way in different generations mm. um but um, also, like I said, on the earthly sense, from the Bible uh, perspective, uh, Acts 4, they talk about um, the believers in sharing their possessions. Um, and how um, So Acts 4 and 32, it says that all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. And um, I mean, right there. If they're sharing sharing everything they had because they were one in heart, one in mind, then that means like everybody need is being met. Um, okay. You know, we deal in like society where it's like a lot of poor people or a lot of people who are struggling with mm-hmm. bills, um, and like everybody's you know not on one accord because everybody wants the status. Right. And like we said before, we talking about pride and all those mm-hmm. other things. Um, but when you're on one accord and when the body of Christ comes on one accord, then um, it ultimately can help so many others, even others outside of the body of Christ. And mm-hmm. then ultimately that may bring more people into the body of Christ. Eh, just a, right. just a. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is really Yeah, good. that's a great point. Um, I mean, even Jesus, like he even prayed like, uh, in Matthew 6 and in his prayer that your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven right I mean you know God's not like wait until heaven like he's like mm-hmm. bring what's on heaven on earth yes right and he continues to express different examples of why he's about unity uh, throughout the word and so that's why, like, again, it's just important to just also read yourself mm-hmm. and check out the whole story, not just Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Read New Testament, learn God's character, um, and you'll see, like, so many different examples of how he's been trying to ingrain in us the importance of unity in Christ and you know the power in it. Yeah. All right, y'all. It is application time. Say hey. What? hey, it's application time. Hey. Say what? Application, application time. Okay. It's application, application time. Turn up. It's application time. Let's hey, go. It's application time. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> You already know what's up, man. Come on. All right, y'all. So we.
we are going to give you guys some suggested pastors to check out that we have been like learning from. Um, so I know for me, uh, Tony Evans um, is a great pastor to check out. I've been reading his book on uh, oneness embraced and then also some of his devotion on racial reconciliation and unity. They are really insightful and helpful. And then also Michael Todd and Steven Frederick are great pastors to check out as well. Yeah, I, I would suggest Eric Mason, Dr. Eric Mason. Um, he has a book called Woke Church, which talks a lot about um, racial reconciliation and what churches and pastors um, or any, any type of church leaders can do to be a part of, um, you know, redemption as far as race relations are concerned and then of course he's a fantastic bible teacher even outside of that uh, it's pretty much the same as both of them um mainly Sejuris <laughs> um with Mike Todd and of course uh Dr. Tony Evans yeah and so these are just some of the great pastors out there um there's definitely pretty more plenty of more but this is a great start um we suggest to check out and then uh, we also want to give you guys just some, I guess, encouragement or tips on how we've been kind of handling our mindsets with all that's going on with like racism and uh, still trying to make sure that we keep our mindset, mindset Christ-like through it all. Okay, I know for me personally, um, with dealing with all that's going on right now, with the racial issues. Um, I know as an African-American and just seeing all that's going on with the racial tension, the killings and stuff, like it can, ease, it can be easy to fall into anger and frustration and lack of hope um, and anxiety. And so that's why like I've been just heavily just soaking in the word and remembering who God's character is and his bigger plan and just remembering he's a just God um, from the present time to when he meets us all um, and just remembering you know the power of prayer and just having the community that I have to keep me lifted um, and so that's what's been keeping my head above water and just staying aligned with God and learning how to still stand up for the African-American community while still balancing the importance of the equality and oneness um, that God has created us to be in all the different cultures. Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing. That's good. Um, for me, I just want to encourage everyone to, to make sure that we're um, placing our identity in the right thing. Um, ultimately, as believers, our identity should be in our faith even more so than our race or our ethnicity. So um, when we identify ourselves, we're believers first. We're, we're all created in the image of God. Um, we identify with Christ first and then you know how however we 
define ourselves racially or ethnically. So I think if we if we have that in line and make sure that our race doesn't go above our faith, then I think we'll be moving in the right direction. Yeah, and um, for me, basically, to piggyback off of what both of them said, um, for one, of course, me saying the word, um, like Sajiri was saying, knowing God's character, uh, seeing myself in the word, um, and being in complete alignment with God. Um, so instead of me taking actions on my own, um, even with helping, you know, being an African American male, um, even with me helping uh, my, uh, uh, I guess, culture or whatnot, um, ultimately going to God first and seeing, asking Him to lead me on how He wants me to, or you know, with the certain decisions to make or what to do or whatnot, uh, with that. So it's a very God ordained move and not anything just out of emotions. Mm. Um, first and foremost, um, that can also add to more chaos, you know, to uh, or more discord mm-hmm. instead of unity, um, ultimately. And so that first and foremost, and then also just find a common ground. Uh, of course, spiritually, we have a common ground um, or we should have common ground within God's kingdom and uh, within Christ, but on a um, practical sense, finding common ground uh, just by empathizing with with others mm. from different uh, ethnicities and or, or, race, or, or races or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, because we have a lot of common ground, um, believe it or not, since we all are like human beings that were created by, you know, Almighty God, mm-hmm. so since we have that common ground, it's being able to find that common ground, empathize with each other, mm-hmm. and then going to the common ground uh, of Jesus Christ yeah. and of um, just the kingdom in general, and then we'll be able to fulfill the kingdom agenda, and it will be just the the way we talked about with it um, bringing heaven to earth. Uh, or it as it being you know in heaven on earth yeah um, we will start to see that and mm. so yeah those are just my ways all right y'all well I like to end this off in prayer um, there was a great verse um, well verses that I found um, in John 17 that was a prayer said by Jesus and so I'll just recite that and end this off My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I and them and you and me so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye, guys. See you later. Thanks for tuning in. You're...